This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Hi, I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, host of Southern Remedies, Relatively Speaking. Join the conversation every Tuesday at 11 as we dissect issues that are important to you and your family. That's Relatively Speaking, Tuesdays only on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Everyday Tech. This is Abram Nanny with Sabir Abdul-Haq, an IT expert. When does technology go too far? Where do people draw the line? In recent weeks, it seems we've found some people's limits with technology and the world of AI. A new video game has been accused of using AI art for its assets. There was a chatbot campaigning for president. AI being used maliciously to create explicit images. And also a possibly unfortunate end to important telecommunications legislation. And what does all this mean going forward? Email everydaytech at mpbonline.org if you have any questions or comments. And don't forget about the Talk to Us feature on the MPB Public Media app, where you can record a voice or video message and send it straight to us at Everyday Tech. Sabir, how is it going this morning? How are you doing, man? Doing all right, man. Just uh, one foot in front of the other. That's yeah. about it. That's about it. Yeah, a, that's a the conversation we were having before the show. Just pushing <laughs> yeah. through. Push through. That's it. That's it. Just one foot in front of the other. Was helping a friend of mine. Uh, she was having issues with her printer. She was trying to set up. And she had three old printers trying to figure it out, like which one she was going to use. And I said, well, just be careful about which one you're going to use because we said, well, this one, the ink costs more. This one costs a little bit less. And this one, we're not sure. So we just we <laughs> was helping her out, trying to make a good decision. And uh, yeah. she has a small business, and hopefully it works out for her. It looks, looks pretty good so far. Yeah, I was I was trying to set up my own printer at the house the other day. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we, got, we moved down here. I haven't used it since we moved down okay, here. Okay, okay. And uh, we were trying to get it set up, and I could not get it to because it had to have Wi-Fi, and for some reason yeah. it just would not connect to the Wi-Fi. Right. right, um, right, right so right. I was like 15 minutes worth of doing it, and I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I don't only, need this. If only you knew an IT guy that you it's could call some, yeah. to be able to help you through that. Yeah. There's got to be someone out someone there. Someone that you can call. <laughs> man, let me know, man. I would have happily took care of yeah, that for yeah. you, man. I would have happily took care of it for you. Yeah. Most of these new printers do require yeah internet. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the telecommunications bill I mentioned at the beginning has kind of been on your mind a lot lately. So can you tell me just like a little bit about it, a little rundown? So uh, briefly, so that that telecommunications bill, American and now I'm sorry, it's been a morning. It was ACP, American yeah. Connection Program. Affordable, affordable Connectivity, connectivity program. program. Excuse me, Affordable Connectivity Program. ACP, um, they started... I learned about how it would work before I even heard of the program mm-hmm. because if if you're in especially in the Metro Jackson Metro Hattiesburg area you if you have like for example I give Comcast Comcast has uses their Xfinity Wi-Fi which is uh, a, a free Wi-Fi if you're in Xfinity if you're if, if you already have an Xfinity account mm-hmm. you can jump on any Xfinity Wi-Fi in your area and especially if you're in a neighborhood or something like that you're always online. Xfinity was one of the first, I give them credit, they, 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 uh, they were one of the first to say that Xfinity Wi-Fi, we will open it up to everyone. Okay. I didn't uh, know that's how that worked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you have an Xfinity, and by default, it's set up. So if you've got Xfinity, you have an Xfinity Wi-Fi network. If someone has Xfinity Wi-Fi, they're not accessing your network per se or you know about to compromise your home network or breach it that's not about to be the issue that's something that Xfinity sets up now you can choose to disable that 
If you're just worried, like, I don't want somebody, some stranger getting into, you know, I don't know this severe person. I'm not going to let him get into my network. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's fine. You could choose to disable that if you wanted to. But, I mean, what Xfinity did was, hey, we're going to make that broader and let everyone access that. Uh, And because they realized, especially in larger, predominantly urban cities, that – there was an Xfinity box just about every corner or just about every other house or whatever, how popular they are, at least in Metro Jackson, that would increase the about amount of folks being able to access it. So when we realized in uh, 2020 at the at the top of the beginning of covid that you needed to be able to do remote work, you needed to be able to do remote remote schooling, you need to be able to do that. And then I, I went backwards. I heard about this this feature and then started learning about ACP and Mm -hmm. then started learning it. And ACP is the reason why that happened. So folks that didn't have access or couldn't afford, you know, Wi-Fi at home for whatever reason, they couldn't afford Wi-Fi or didn't have it or it went off or whatever else. All of a sudden they found themselves connected. ACP is what made that happen. And Xfinity just basically flipped a few switched and switches and said, here you go. And that, I know from my son's school because I knew I mean I would always go to you know talk and laugh with the kids or whatever and just having fun when on lunch days sometimes with them. But when COVID happened, some of those kids did not have internet at home, and when they were saying like, okay, I can actually you know be a part of these discussions now. So it was super important, particularly to, for scholastics for kids and for folks that were working at home that didn't have internet at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I feel like. If the bill is supposed to run out in April, right, 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 and I feel like you know people are kind of viewing it as like, well, we're we're out of like the big right. push of COVID, the right. initial outbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are, maybe are feeling like it's not as necessary anymore. And in a state like Mississippi, you can't do that. We're in we're in Mississippi, where most of the state is rural. Most of the state, we've got folks that work from home, you know, they still work from home. COVID, mm-hmm. we're, we are far from, you know, March, February, March, April 2020. We're far away from that time. Here we are, January 2024. Four years later, we still feel the effects. And there are people that I work with who are preparing to work from home for mm-hmm. different reasons. And they're like, hey, I need to make sure everything's good, this, that, and the third. You know, Sabir, I need you to walk me through what I need to make sure I've got what I've got. I'm like, yeah, no problem. And We get that going. So remote working is very important, not only just for folks that are remote working, but also in terms of telehealth, which is something that we also had talked about offline. Right. Um, And it's not so much the ACP. I would say that it's about like it's at the verge of it's more like it's expiring. So people right, are saying yeah. it's not so much that's what I get. And, and you know, please let me know. I mean, I, we both done research into this. It's more like it's expiring. And so it's due to expire in April. Mm-hmm. But the push is nationally to say, look, this is still important. People are still yeah, working to renew it, to renew it. Right. And then one of those biggest things is telehealth. And for, you know, for listeners who aren't familiar with telehealth, telehealth is actually the action of a medical provider providing you, you know, having a a digital face-to-face, almost like a FaceTime call or a Zoom call with you to be able to discuss whatever your medical concerns are. And so it's important if, if we don't renew ACP, those are a lot of folks. 
I remember when at the height of COVID, when people were talking about parts in Mississippi where hospitals were being shut down, hospitals, you know, or, 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 or medical facilities were being shut down or medical facilities were one or two counties over. And you don't know. And this is still Mississippi where everybody knows that if you don't have a car, you're you know up a creek. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a car and the hospitals are one or two counties over and family may not always be able to get you to that appointment. And we're about we're at the process, Mississippi being one of the most rural states in, in the United States, that that just compounds the problem. So so I would say that the legislation is super important. You know, I'm sure I know I've I've been listening and following, you know, a lot of our elected leaders saying, like, look, they're they're really serious about this. And and I know uh, uh, there was an article that came out. It's the one I was sharing with you yesterday Mm -hmm. about how uh, Cindy Hyde Smith and Roger Roger Ricker were like, look, we need we're trying to improve and expand telehealth, you know, throughout the state. Well, a part of that (laughs) is the. The continuation of ACP, right? And so, like, and so, if we're able to go ahead and keep that affordable connectivity program, and what it was was they allowed for you know very low. I mean, it, it was it was low bandwidth. It wasn't the the fastest of speeds, but it's definitely faster than what comes off your phone. It's definitely faster than the AOL days, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not going to sound like a modem. It's not right. going to sound like that. Way. It's not. It's a lot faster than that. It's a lot faster than that. But at least it's something that. Individuals can be able to, you know, uh, kids that are having to do remote schooling from home can be able to talk with their uh, with, can talk with their teachers. This ain't for gaming. This isn't for gaming. Not for mm-hmm. esports, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it's not for esports, but it's for making sure people have the bare minimum so that they can be able to do their their academic achievements, so that they can be able to do their telehealth and everything every morning, so that they can be able like they can be able to have their their meetings with their doctor, so that they can be able to have uh, uh, remote from you know do their remote work from home if they need to so right. it's super important i really hope that that this gets that this doesn't expire yeah i mean yeah. this is for functionality right like it's right. it's got its purpose mm-hmm. and you know especially with telehealth you can mm-hmm. you can also tie into you know mental health appointments because a lot yes. of the times when you go to mm-hmm. if you if you go into a mental health you know assessor or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. whatever they're called yeah, like, yeah yeah um you know you just sit down and ask questions right, right. um you talk it you talk it out you're mm-hmm. not getting like you know you might get your blood pressure checked or something mm-hmm. like that just mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. but you're just sitting there and talking anyways well right. why why not just make that you know a part of it telecommunication instead and 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 like and, and it's functionality true but at this point post-COVID, realizing where things are, where telehealth has become like, like I would, I would, you know, I'm not a medical professional, first off. <laughs> I'm not a medical professional, but I would hazard a guess to say that it is very efficient because you can be able to, you don't have to wait for a late, you know, a, a medical a medical provider running late from dealing with another patient. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about the patient running late to get to the clinic. That throws your whole time off. You can from home, you know, you won't be able to get vital signs and stuff like that, but you'd be able to go ahead and still be able to be seen, have your appointment, discuss with your trusted, you know, your prefer your primary care provider, you know, video of how you're feeling, what's going on. But meanwhile, these medical professionals, they're not just having video chats with you. They're also looking at your face. They're looking at, you know, you know, what is, you know, and, you know, why, why am I frowning up on, why am I frowning up so much? What, mm-hmm. well, what seems to be up? You know, there's a lot of cues that medical professionals, my wife is a nurse. There's a lot of cues that medical professionals do 
just to watch you. Right. And so and just to be able to have that intimate level of call and still be able to provide the level of service that they do. It's super, super important. And I think if God forbid, if ACP were to you know go out and then people have to, you know, have to pay higher prices or don't have as much access to broadband uh, and by broadband, I mean like high speed network. Mm hmm. God, if it were to expire, that's going to be devastating upon the medical community. Of course, it's going to be devastating, you know, kids and other folks that are doing scholastics from home, or academics from home. But it's going to be super devastating to those counties and places where a hospital is, like I said, one or a hospital or a, 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 a clinic is one or two counties away and you don't have a ride. Right. You're going to miss out on that. And right. then that's your health. Yeah. And we uh, we did a show previously on remote work. And I want to say it was like 15 to 20 percent of the workforce in America is remote work now. Right. Um, Right. So uh, from what I saw, the government partnered with like 1700 providers to bring Internet to over 23 million low income households Mm. via the affordable connectivity program. Right. So So that's 23 million. That'll be without it. Yeah. If it expires. Yeah. Either without it or have their bill go way, way, way up. back up to what it was before yeah. uh, COVID prices. So, yeah. 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 But, and, right. it, and it's not so, it's not for everybody to go ahead and go home and watch Netflix and everything else like mm-hmm. that, which is fine, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, but you it's want... It's a bonus perk the, for it's it. It's a bonus perk for it. But the main thing is for you to be able to have those conversations with your trusted provider, your, your medical provider, to have those conversations with, you know, to, for your kids to be able to still do remote work from school. And even, I mean, like, Think about it now. Like we've had bad weather in Metro Jackson and sometimes where schools get shut down. It's not just an off day. Mm-hmm. Kids are still able to go ahead and dig into their work because they've had to and they've been acculturated to for the last two or three years on how to be able to get into their Google Meet or to get into their Google Classroom, still do their assignments. So yep. you, you, you might be off because there's a water situation. You might be off because there's a freeze and, you know, Mississippians, we don't know how to act when there's like two or three <laughs> inches of yeah. snow on the ground or yep. if the roads ice over. We don't know how to act like, oh, we got to shut everything down. It still doesn't stop work. It still doesn't stop academics. And and, and uh, kids aren't being uh, held behind. Uh, patients aren't not be are, are aren't not being seen. Double negative. Oh man, my my English teacher will smack my hand for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, for I mean for all those different things, we're still able to get things done. Yeah, and I remember like in in elementary school, like yeah. some God forbid, some kid would get like you know, sent to the hospital for two months and then mm. they come back, they've got two months two worth months of work worth to make work. up. Right. right so, yeah. Right, Without yeah. having been in, in person for the lectures, you know, the classroom. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for listening to MPB Think Radio and tuning into Everyday Tech this morning. My name is Abram Nanny. I've got Sabir Abdul-Haq here with me. Email your questions or comments to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, before we get to the next thing that we were going to talk about, uh, Sabir had something, a little, a little something he wanted to say uh, to close out the, the mention of the ACP. So just if you if you feel like this is impacting you or impacting your area or impacting, you know, what's happening around you, please contact your uh, professional, I mean, not professional, excuse me, please contact your elected representatives, contact them, let them know how it impacts you so that they can help share your voice because that's what elected representatives are for, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be able to tell them how this is affecting you, how it's affecting your uh, family, et cetera. So please do contact your, 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 your senator, contact your, uh, your, your house representatives, your, your elected leaders, 
and say like, look, this is impacting me. I really want to be able to add my voice to this. Please, you know, this is important. Let's continue uh, ACP, the Affordable Connectivity Program. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, they're not just legislators. They are representative of right. you and, right. you know, their constituents. That's correct. That's exactly right. right. So moving on, our first story is probably the biggest in recent days. And uh, if this is the first time you're hearing this about it, I'll be shocked. And I'm also very, very sorry to bring it to your attention. Mm. And uh, just as a disclaimer, the story contains adult con- content, but we will discuss it in an appropriate manner. About a week ago, explicit AI-generated images of Taylor Swift circulated on every social media platform. The use of AI in this manner is called a deep fake and has been used like this for quite a while now. But this is definitely the highest profile instance of this being used as there's probably no one in the world right now that is higher profile than Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Now, these images were viewed over 47 million times across platforms and uh, Twitter had to block all searches relating to Taylor Swift for days and suspend the account that posted the uh, images initially. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's like such a, it's a tough situation to be put in. And uh, since then, lawmakers have begun work on working on a bill that would make the creation and reproduction of these types of images illegal. Mm, and 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 they've had to because like that's and and again, we were talking about this earlier offline that uh, when when AI does certain things, that's just it can always be used for wrong sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I hate that that happened. That's, yeah. that's terrible. That's terrible. I mean, it's, and I was talking to uh Lacey who hosts fix it before mm-hmm. this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to her this morning and she said, you know, Taylor Swift is, you know, the, the probably the most famous person in the world right now. Right. And she's still the subject of cyberbullying. Right. Like and that, that is, yeah. that is cyberbullying at its core. At its core. Yeah. At yeah. Its core. Right. And, and, and that's particularly, I mean, people have done, <sighs> It's almost for entertainment. Like, what won't people do for clicks and likes for different mm-hmm. things? Uh, I mean, I, I've I've seen some things where people are kind of humorous and everything else, where they will do an AI of of a of a celebrity or elected official and say, "Hey, this is such and such and such." You know, full well, this is deeper than just an impersonation. Right. Someone doing an impersonation. This is something of someone, and it actually sounds like them. Mm-hmm. Right. It actually sounds like ninety five percent like them. I've seen things for like actors and everything else. I'm like, wow. But for them to do something like this where it's very, very demeaning, very, very much bullying. Very, I mean, and of it's, course, it's explicit. Like, it's explicit. Would, yeah. And it's uh, I believe I, I saw it called sexual assault by some lawmakers. That's, that's actually what it seems like. It's this. Yeah, there's nothing okay with that, and I hope that they track those folks down and, and hit them with the fullest extent of the law because yeah. nobody wants that. Why? Why would you? Why would you think that's okay? Right? Why would you think right. that's okay? It's. Uh, I believe the the verbiage being used is uh, anti non consensual adult content. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but that's that's quite succinct. I could see that. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Um, I think that at some point, I mean, AI. AI for all of its uses and purposes are, is good, but also we have to keep in mind that there's got to be a way to be able to track certain things mm-hmm. because it is AI and there's a fingerprint on it. Just like your phone has a fingerprint with a MAC address or even your you have Bluetooth, you have Bluetooth headphones. And a lot of this equipment up in here that doesn't even connect anything, if it connects to the internet as a MAC address, there should be a way to be able to track that down to be able right. to hold people accountable. Because if it's not, then AI for all of its creative uses and everything – 
is going to be a problem. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a problem for things like that. That won't be the only time that'll happen. Yeah. And like you said, it's not the first time that this has happened either. Yeah. Um, there have been instances of school-aged girls falling victims as subjects of these deep fake images. And these girls have been trying to get legislators legislators to take action to combat this sort of thing for quite a while. Um, there are 10 states currently who have made this type of thing illegal. Um, but Taylor Swift taking action could inspire federal law in the United States and maybe even internationally. Right, right. Yeah. And I think that um, if if at some point what needs to happen is, like I said, if because it's going to become such an issue, because if it happened to Taylor Swift with her being so popular, imagine what's happening to smaller you mm-hmm. know, you know, people that don't have the power to fight that, that as much. Right. Yeah. Um, there, there's been, you know, several instances of this happening in the past. And, uh, I know for sure, like that, that is cyberbullying, And I'm right. sure that led that to, you know, in-person bullying right. as well. Right. right. Um, so I, I know, I believe, uh, there was an instance of, uh, a young lady taking her own life due to something oh, like that. See, and, and. Again, there's got to be a way to be able to hold people accountable to this. Yeah. Because uh, no one, once something happens, they think it's funny. They think it's a joke. They think mm-hmm. it's, you know, something that there's nothing funny about that. When someone else is being embarrassed, bullied, something like that, no, nah, there's got to be a way. Otherwise, if you don't, if we don't find a way, and I remember we had a couple of shows ago, we were talking about AI and what AI can do and all the different things. It was like an official Biden administration like mm-hmm. statement about it. There's also got to be a way, just like anything else, with anything technological, with any kind of technological advances, there have to be checks and balances right. for everything. I mean, you, I mean, it, there's 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 <laughs> rules about water. Yeah, you need it in your body, but you drink too much of it. Guess what? You'll drown. So mm-hmm. I mean, so it's is this. There's got to be something the same way with AI, um, and anything anything dealing with tech, because you know the in the wrong hands, it's going to do something terrible. Yeah, I mean, I've said it before, but like tech tech right now in 2024 is still like the wild lands. Yeah, um, you know, as as far as you know, it's the wild wild west. The year as just, far as the, the year just started. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. It, it's it. There's so many facets and, you know, Mm. aspects of the Internet and not much of it is regulated. Think about when people first started hearing about the dark web. Mm -hmm. right? Um, And they're like, oh, my God. Now, a lot of things. I know Google. I love Google. um, Google now has something where they call a dark web report Mm -hmm. where they will say, like, it looks like these accounts that you have connected to you have been exposed like these emails or this in these uh these emails or these uh uh passwords have been compromised yeah I, I got a dark web report on mine and it says something about a list of confirmed emails and i was like oh wow and so like these are confirmed emails that are linked to me and they were correct these were emails that are correct and that are a- accessed to me there are ways of when you have like the dark web, you're talking about things about dark web. D- dark web being yes, like exclusively, you. you know, illegal activity thank and you. malicious actors on the internet. Mm-hmm. All these different threat actors that are doing things for, because uh, you got the regular World Wide Web where you go to walmart.com, you go ahead and order something for lunch, you go ahead and order some tissues off Amazon. That's regular World Wide Web. But the dark web is for stuff that's not available because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. These are right. It's illegal, illegal, or at least very heavily frowned upon, but usually illegal. Right. Um, and there's all kinds of ways to be involved with that, but that's 
terrible. And then now if you have like the the idea of doing explicit images of individuals, you know, this what was give me that word again? The non consensual what was that? Uh it was the the bills that they're looking at enacting are considered anti non consensual adult content bills. See, that's and all of those things are definitely important because people can take pictures of, you know, like that are on Facebook, unfortunately. Social media, take those pictures, AI render them, and then put them online to do whatever. Yeah. And that is that's not okay. I actually uh talking about this just now, it sprung to my mind a friend of mine uh who got scammed out of, you know, some money because they someone had plastered his face on top of some oh. image uh, that was uh, explicit wow. and uh, was threatening to post it on his Facebook account. Wow! So they hacked his Facebook. They account, hacked his Facebook. His got his face. So and to, then, yeah, mm, yeah. It is. is it, it's never ending what people have learned to do with technology. Right. And you know it. It can if. Gone unchecked, it can be very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think that is, at some point, once we go ahead and find a way to be able to really put some teeth into some legislation that'll get, and and who knows what you know the government and other regulating bodies have in place to be able to go ahead and really take a bite out of this. Uh, they may not want to show their hand in terms of what they have and what they can use, but at some point, there's going to be a way to be able to put some teeth into some legislation or into some laws to be able to go ahead and really go after folks. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a caller okay. on the line. Tom in Tupelo uh, has something to say on this subject. Tom, what's going on? Hello, fellas. Um, just wondering if you had possibly heard about uh, the lawsuit against a YouTube channel called Dudesy. I, I recognize that channel. I don't know. I'm not sure of the lawsuit. They uh, they they utilized the tool called AI, and they made it watch all of George Carlin's specials, and then they had it generate a script using his type of humor, his style of humor, and then they had the deep fake utilize his voice and there's a one hour special I'm pretty sure it's been pulled down unless you copied it already uh, unless you saved it right and it's called I'm glad I'm dead mm. oh my and goodness it go, it's, it's very up to speed I have to say I enjoyed the entire hour mm. however comma his uh, estate has now put the kibosh on it yeah and it's just it's getting to where you can't tell I mean there is y'all are talking about Taylor Swift being the most uh, recognized deep fake and everything. Well, what about this little phone call that supposedly Biden made on Sunday right. about a week ago? Right. Okay, it's getting out of hand. And now, I think before we came up with artificial intelligence, we probably should have found some naturally occurring intelligence right. first. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's basically, AI is a tool. Yeah. Just like a hammer is a tool. Mm-hmm. You can build a house with a hammer, that's great. You mm-hmm. can also do some severe bodily damage to another human with oh, a hammer. Oh, that's yeah. wrong. Yeah. It's not the hammer's fault. Right. Okay. It's, we need to go after those who would... I prefer that they uh, they start some legislation that says willful dishonesty or malevolence carries an automatic death sentence. We need to get a DNA out of the gene pool and just 
You know, stop the bad stuff. Yeah, just just there's got some sort of punishment, some kind of punishment there. Because there's there's and that's completely and it's it's non consensual, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. And and good point there, Tom. Like just be like, you know, it's non consensual. You're using something uh, that is going to be different, and 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 you're not using someone. Someone can take my face and say whatever, and based on my name, for example, try Mm -hmm. to go ahead and say that I'm involved in something that I'm not. Like I had nothing to do with that. And think about what the way how things are now everybody said well prove it well this is the proof but it's fake proof it's altered proof right it's, and 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 there's got to be a way like you said tom there's got to be some real serious penalties behind yeah. that. And, and like you said like taylor swift was high profile um but you know considering you know other people standing in the world you know like president biden and something if if someone were to use his voice and his face uh maliciously you know mm-hmm. there's no telling what could happen as a result of that so yeah, so thanks for the call you know, tom uh one other thing there the um uh, what was going oh yeah the george carlin estate said that they weren't contacted had they been contacted now they didn't use his likeness yeah you never see him but they said if you'd been contacted you know that it might have been great it would they would have worked together the fact right. that they did this without consent without uh right. of anyone else's feelings is really the big issue they're having with it right yeah all right let's right. have a good one yes, thank indeed. you tom thank yes, you indeed. appreciate you calling and he he brings up a good point when you talk about digital rights management or even like dealing with the you know like at the end of the at the end of every like a lot of football games or basketball games nothing was used without the likeness of right. they'll say that and you know different things yeah this is someone else's likeness You've used his words. You've used him, his voice, or whatever. That that is copyright infringement. So mm-hmm. I, I I didn't think about that till. That's a really good point. That's copyright yeah. infringement. His yeah. George Carlin's. I love George Carlin's, Carlin's comedy. Brilliant. But he's but he's uh, for them to use his his stuff. And, and again, if they it'd been different if they had contacted the estate and said, "Hey, we like to do such and such and such." They're like, "Yeah, go ahead and knock yourself out. Just make sure you cut us a portion of this." They could have been so much more popular. Mm-hmm. Licensed such and such AI, da 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 da. They could have even have done video if the if the estate was okay. You could have made so much more money with permission, right? If you but to do things that especially and that's wrong for what happened to Taylor Swift is wrong for you know that 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 phone call that went out from that, that, that's claiming to be Biden and so many other things that probably will be coming to light over the coming weeks. AI is a great tool, like we talked about before. AI mm-hmm. has been around since forever, and from since the use of subroutines, automatic functions that happen on the back end of computers. That's still portions of AI that are happening, but just right now, it's just gotten a lot more creative, and in certain situations, gotten out of hand. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like I said from the beginning, like when do you determine too far? And I think everything we talked about is too far yeah, yeah. Uh, so far. Thanks for listening to Everyday Tech here on MPB Think Radio with myself, Abram Naney, and with Sabir Abdul-Haq. Email the show at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, as I said before the break, there was a, a presidential candidate challenger uh, who used a, who was attempting to use AI for uh, his candidacy. Hmm. On Friday, January 19, 2024, OpenAI banned a bot powered by ChatGPT that was developed to mimic presidential candidate Dean Phillips to campaign for him. The bot imitated Democratic challenger Dean Phillips' voice to talk to potential voters and discuss his platform. It was called Dean.Bot. OpenAI banned the bot because of its rules against using ChatGPT for political lobbying and candidacy. 
Now, MSN says, despite OpenAI's rules, Dean.bot won't be the last AI creation we see this election season. Which, to me, that's concerning. That's very concerning. Yeah. I could say I am whoever I want to be. Right. And be from a not-friendly nation and say, that's wow. Yeah. Wow. And, 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 and again, we're such a visual society. We're such a visual we like, I require proof. I require this. I require that. Okay, cool. We're going to give it to you, but it's doctored. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, and, and what really kind of concerns me about that is uh, you, you'll find very, like the only way really to prove anything this day and age now is through DNA and like v, video evidence. Well, right now with AI, with things, we're talking about how AI is being used for the wrong purposes. Someone can use AI to doctor something like something you see on a Mission Impossible movie or something right. like that and be like, wait, hold on, that wasn't there. Or, oh, wait a minute, I wasn't, look, what's going on? And then everything, next thing you know, someone's going to jail uh, who's innocent or mm-hmm. someone who's guilty is getting away with something. So, I mean, that's it's really concerning, but um, that, I definitely think that, <clears throat> as we were talking about before and as Tom was saying, we definitely got to find a way to be able to put some, some kind of, uh, <laughs> as sociology would say, negative reinforcement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean there that. is – there. It was definitely attempted to be used as a tool, but yeah. despite any, despite your opinion on it, it violated OpenAI's terms yeah. of service yeah. and should have been banned because it was uh, – OpenAI did say that the use of their technology to campaign or lobby yeah. or anything like that yeah. is against their terms of service. That's terrible. And then, um, and then, and then also they can – Open AI may make uh make someone may cause for someone to put together a political ad that they didn't say. Right. Like to be able to make like a someone who's running for like, yeah, this I approve such and such. This, no, that's not even that person. They didn't right. the campaign didn't even come up with this. Where right. did this come from? You just can't look on, on a video screen and be like like, oh, okay, well yeah, that that candidate did say that. Yeah. Or that that did happen. No, it didn't. Right. That's, I I I do see like the attempt, you know, it he <clears throat> he it's arguable, though, like whether it made him seem more personable or more disconnected. Hmm. Like I, personally, if I was sitting there at home, you know, trying to type in like, what is what is Dean's stance on this? And some bot was talking back to me and it had like the real like tinny bot voice or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I, I would have felt not as uh Assuaded as yeah. I would have if I like just just saw a pamphlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's just me. So you know, it, it's up to the consumer, it's whoever. Up, it's up to what they're going to do. And and I feel that uh, do I always as, as people say nowadays, do your research. You know, people mm-hmm. those are magical words. Do your research. Like if you're if something doesn't seem right, look at it. Trust your gut. Like hold on. And that that situation with Taylor Swift, for example. Like hold on. Would she really be doing this? No. Like, but mm-hmm. it's still terrible. And I hope that. Whoever gets it gets they just desserts. Right. When, when in terms of the le- you know legal ramifications, that's terrible. Yeah. Well, regardless, there is now a bot somewhere on the internet that has a pres- presidential candidate's voice. Um, so that could be used terribly and malevolently. Yeah. And imagine what it could be used for if he went on to win the election. Right. Then it's almost like uh, this might be well, this might be before your time. One of the original AI personalities was in the actually I know it was before your time. There was a guy by the name of Max Hedrum. You know who that is? No clue. Okay, in the eighties, Max Hedrum was this bot and he talked like this. He was, okay. it was, it, but he would he was 
he he was a personality. He was on he was on Pepsi commercial or, or soda. I forgot what soda it was, but he was it was completely different, and he was completely not even real. It was mm. a character that was not even real. But you're gonna it's gonna become a Max Headroom. Look him up, Max M A X Headroom Head, and then Room. Max okay. Headroom was the name, but Max Headroom. You'll have more Max Headrooms coming up around then, and and. This is just going to be a society where we've got to really be able to look deeper behind what's generated, what's AI, what's fake, and which is something what we try to do anyway. You, you want to make come to your own conclusions about things. Look at your own uh, what works for you, and just don't just trust what you're always seeing. Just to dig deeper. Yeah, Max Headroom. That's, a, that's a, <laughs> I don't know why they <laughs> came to my mind. That that, that's that's eighties, eighties, yeah. early nineties stuff. That's, really, Max Headroom was. He, you would see him. He was very, very much a character in movies, in, in commercials, regularly. Okay. I mean, he was like fourth wall kind of stuff. You know, sometimes you would see him in commercials where he's the main person, but everybody, people would talk about Max Headroom. And we're in a Max Headroom society right now, where you got some AI. Of course, he was nowhere near as clean as un- the unfortunate Taylor, Taylor uh, Swift, uh, mm-hmm. or other things that have come through on AI. He was very much blocky and not ru- not real. But the fact that you had that. Like it, like it kind of is like it, it's kind of scary. It's kind of kind of scary in terms of what can happen now. Yeah, and especially with the political side of things, because political power is influence. That's that's you know that's actual power that gets to be brought to you and that can be made legitimate. So I hope AI is great, but I hope they really put some teeth in this legislation yeah. and rules behind yeah. it yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean. I, I'm gonna keep saying it. it's the Wild West. It's the Wild West. You're exactly right. So. Exactly right. All right. Last story of the day concerns a video game that just released a little over a week ago <laughs> called Power World. Power World. Power World. It's a survival game said to have Pokemon-like elements in it, Very and much. people are claiming it was made using AI. It looks like it. Some of those. <laughs> some of those things. Like, and I used to be a big-time Pokemon person. Like, late. What was that? Well, toward the mid, mid middle school, going into junior high, I was fascinated by Pokemon. But yeah, they do. They the character designs mm. look like something out of Pokemon. Yeah, like, and I've seen like the side by sides, like the the black the black and yellow character that looks kind of big. Yeah, like, but you pulled the same elements from like Pikachu. Like, come on now, right. like, like why would you do that? The, the the concept art for the pals or monsters in the game was a, allegedly created by generative AI yeah. art bots. Um, and those, obviously, people are trying to use that as an insult towards the developers of the game. Yeah. Um, but it's alleged, it's claimed, um, you know, it is. there is no uh, for sure evidence that AI art was being used. Mm-hmm. However, like you said, it is the, the designs are similar to Pokemon. Yeah. And you can argue, like, people on Twitter now are uh, arguing that it's just straight-out plagiarism. Right. And, right. you know, there's a big difference between derivative der- derivation mm-hmm. and plagiarism. Well, yeah, yeah, um, huge difference. But, I mean, like, it it really depends on where you draw the line. I think that they're going to have to figure out a way, and again, like, so when we look at, like, what we were talking about earlier, digital rights management, when we're looking at, uh, uh, um, anything dealing with something non-consensual with an actual person, someone that's 
that's coming up with something fake like the the fake like Dean or like mm-hmm. like something like Max Headroom or something like that. I'm surprised someone has not done an AI of Max Headroom. I'm really surprised. <laughs> someone, like as, as when I tell you as poignant as he was, and I'm, I'm backtracking a little bit, but as poignant as he was in the 80s and 90s, I'm so surprised someone has not done an AI of yeah. Max Headroom. But um, when it comes to like Power World, when I saw it, I was like, why is this such a big deal? But then I looked at it, I was like, oh, Nintendo is not playing. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is not happy about this, like yeah. in terms of this. And because and, and, Nintendo has most of the rights for Pokemon. That's what I mean by that. And so they're not happy. They've issued warnings, they've issued all these different things. There's lawsuits about to happen. There are too many likenesses. There are way too many likenesses. Yeah. But um, that's sometimes like, you know, innovation has to have AI is allowing for innovation to really kind of break certain walls. But if you're using what's content that's out there to come up with your own thing, at what point in the United States anyway, you know, you got first amendment, you know, to be able to do certain things. But at what point does first amendment have to stop in terms of potential copyright infringement? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's happening. Nintendo's yeah. like, this is too much like us. It's too much like Pokemon. We don't take you to court. Yeah. Oh, so, they're already like, they've already started a lawsuit against yeah. a straight up mod that put Pokemon in power world. Right, 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 right. They, right. they straight up just like already started that the right. conversation is going, so I, I imagine that mod's going to be shut down at least, but who Pretty knows soon. whether Power World will actually uh, you know, face anything. Uh, the developers of the game, Pocket Pair, reported it sold over 5 million copies in three days, which would make it wildly successful yeah. for an indie game. Right, right, for an indie. And then that's the other thing. Like, you, you hate to go ahead and do it, especially for indie games that are like indie developers, small small developers. Think about how Roblox, like, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if you really, like, my youngest son he's a Roblox fanatic and he's in his 14s and he's still playing it I'm mm-hmm. like I'm like I'm not gonna be like have you grown out of this but I'm like <laughs> you know what you like it I love it so it's it's uh it, it's just amazing like ro- like smaller companies Roblox he was telling me how much money they're worth like I'm talking about like billion with a B mm-hmm. like how much you know revenue and stuff that they generate and I'm like you know this is Real, you want to be able to support individual things, but you also have to watch out for you know likenesses and and you don't want to be able to you know use something else that's already trademarked, and of course doing something malicious. So I mean, there's a it's a whole compound piece right there, and how to be able to navigate that and to do it so that you're not trying to knock somebody else for coming up with their own you know their own product. If it isn't, if it is proven in fact that this is not a knockoff of Pokemon or a knockoff mm-hmm. or, of something else, you also don't want to use something non-consensually. You want to be able to express creativity and individual thought and individual development, not that someone has to go through some franchise or a larger organization to get something done. Uh, I, it, it's I don't envy folks <laughs> that are in regulatory bodies, like I guess like the FCC and other folks that are going to be really scratching their heads on how to be able to watch this. Um, you want to be able to make good decisions and encourage that growth from folks, but at the same time be like, there's limits. Yeah. And I mean, like like I said, where do you draw the line between plagiarism and derivation? Yeah. Like right. it, it is, it's very clearly very derivative, yeah. at least of some, mm-hmm. you know, some character monsters and right. models. Right. You know, the difference is very derivative. Right. But it's also like, you know how how much how how many derivations can you make before 
that's like you know you you're just stealing, you're stealing at this something. point right and it's different than so in the early 90s again I'm giving my age uh in the early 90s I'm 43 um in the early 90s you had Pokemon you had Digimon and mm-hmm. you had Tamagotchi these were international crazes right. all during the area of Pokemon I think was supposed to stand for Pocket Monster or something yeah, like that Yeah Pocket Monsters so and then Digimon was digital of course they had different drawings and coloring and everything else in Tamagotchi was also different. So but they had their own set of things that they were doing. I think that they were each able to operate in their own and then think about people like Yu-Gi-Oh, for example, like which is, you know, a little something different. This is also different. But these are all folks that are talking about these these fake monsters, these these artificial beings or whatever, this whole world based around like battle and fighting and monsters. At some point, there's innovation. At some point, you got to be like, yeah, like you said, there's you got to watch between derivation, derivation and plagiarism. Mm-hmm. And, and there's enough individual individuality out there, but just got to be careful. Yeah. Just got to be careful. I mean, it was it's very clear, you know, like Digimon does have its differences from yeah. Pokemon, and yeah. it's not like you can, it's not like you can't make a game that's about going and catching monsters right. and letting them fight each other. Right, right, right. Um, but it's. It's so similar mm-hmm. as far as character design yeah. and art, and you know who who knows if the AI was actually used to generate that art. Right. Um, but as far as like you know, what does this mean for the industry? I I imagine you know the AI art game is gonna happen. The the fully AI produced and developed game it, yeah. it'll happen eventually. You yeah. know whether it's happened yet or not, I'm right. not sure. Right. Um, but it'll happen eventually, and you know that at that point, you know you're talking about like well, what about the artists that it stole from, and uh, it, it just opens a whole can of worms yeah. that that you know you, it's Pandora's box full of things that you can't really you know, define yet with, yeah. you know, legislation that legislation that we've got. Yeah. And I hate that we keep bringing up legislation. It makes me <laughs> nervous. Well, I mean, cause that's, that's what's going, it's going to be a regulatory bodies. You can't put teeth to anything unless legislation comes. People agree on it. You got enough constituents saying, yeah, that's right. No, that's not right. And then you go ahead and codify it, make it a law. And there you go. Yeah. 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 And I mean, you know, the laws are the, it, the younger, that the audience or the the legislative bodies get, I feel like the more we'll see, mm-hmm. you know, tech industries and and, and uh, the other big, you know, younger modern technology people are regulated. Once yeah. we see, uh, you know, younger people get invested and inform, you know, our our legislative bodies Correct. about it and let them know so that they're they so that at least they they don't become tone deaf to it. Yeah, that's right. True. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, like we always like to talk about uh, previously um, the when we were talking about net neutrality, the the senator or House of Representatives uh, who said, uh, you know, the internet's just a big set of tubes. It's all just. <laughs> You know, nah, a little bit more than that. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit more, more complex. A little than bit that. more than that. <laughs> That's going to wrap us up for the day. So thanks, Sabir, for yeah. helping myself and our callers out. If you missed any of the show, make sure you listen back to it on your favorite podcasting app or download the MPB Public Media app. Everyday Tech is brought to you by Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and generous contributions from listeners. Our show today was engineered by Jermaine Flood. Call screeners were Charles Arnold and Will Pickering. I've been your host, Abram Nanny, also the podcast producer. Thank you for tuning in. Up next is Dr. Jimmy Stewart with the original Southern Remedy, and we'll be
We'll be back next Wednesday morning at 10 right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.